It is the Zach Sang Show. Hi. We got Heather. We yeah. got Dan. And we have the beautiful Iggy Azalea. Everybody in the corner. Clap for Iggy. How are you, beautiful? I'm good. How are you? I'm living life, feeling nice. Well, that's good. I'm not as good as you, though, right now. <laughs> I, I'm very good. You got a brand new record out. I have a brand new song. How are you feeling about it? Um, I'm excited. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Switch is a song. It's featuring it's Anita? Song. It's featuring Anita, yes. Give me the story. Of Anita... <laughs> the story of Switch. The short story of Switch. Uh, Switch. Switch is a song I recorded back in early August. Um, and I loved it. Yeah. And I couldn't think of who should sing on this song with me because I just really wanted to bring like another female energy. Um, and I didn't really have any female collaborations yet on my album. Uh-huh. And I think people really enjoy me collaborating with other women, and I wanted to make sure I still did that. And um, so I was just kind of, oh my gosh, everybody's just over there, just <laughs> just <party."> chilling. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was kind of just, I I was thinking, who could go on it? Who could go on it? I really, I couldn't find anybody. And then a friend of mine said, hey, have you seen this girl Anita? She's from Brazil, but she's huge over there. And she's really cool. She has these awesome live shows where she like dances like crazy. And yeah. um, I checked her out on YouTube and I was like, wow, she's amazing. She's pretty sweet. She's pretty sweet. Uh, and so I hit her up and I asked her if she'd be interested in doing the song. And um, it just kind of worked out perfectly that it took... A little bit of time to find the right girl because now I'm in the middle of summer and I think it's a very cool summer song and worked out perfectly. Red light, ye- yellow light, green light switch. Yes. I went to your studio, which was the coolest experience ever. Oh, thank you. I got to. <laughs> you played me a couple of your records. I did. Switch was one of them. Yes. There's like a female empowerment message here, right? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what is it exactly? I don't. I don't want to get it wrong. It's basically like, (laughs) it's basically a woman saying that she's in control of what she wants to do. It's her choice if it's no or if it's yes or if it's maybe. (laughs) And if it's maybe, you know. You know. uh When the time is right. Yeah, she's basically, you know, Anita says, play your role, play your role. Like, it's... um, just basically a woman saying like yeah i'm going to be the i'm the one in control of this and i it's up to me when you go and when you stop and what we're doing here is is up to me takes two to tango takes two to tango but only one can lead darling <sighs> wow like that. when was your like album actually all written um all written i guess it's been done Writing wise, it's been fairly solidified and done since like November, actually. But okay. I've been changing like little lines here and there up until about the end of January. And like things like the Anita feature didn't happen until late February. So there's like kind of been little bits and pieces. But in, in terms of it essentially being like written and the songs being done, give or take like a couple of lines or things that I was unhappy with or mm-hmm. just sat with and felt like, oh, this could be better. Um, I'd say it's been done since early November. And there's I a mean, co- Early December, sorry. And there's a couple songs in the album that you really felt like it could be better. Like you, you, mm-hmm. like I, I want you to kind of explain it too, is because what I've been able to read by oh, just hearing you talk when you were going over your music, you g- have a song almost finished, and then you bring it to different producers, and you have like you, you give it to producers to kind of add their style and add flavor to it or to punch it up, so to speak, right? Yeah, I like to do that. 
So, but, but you get the songs done maybe eighty percent, eighty five percent before you give it to them. Like, is it different every time? Um, I don't. Know. I mean, I would send like, for example, my song with Zed that I did. Like that song, I guess if somebody heard it, would say this is one hundred percent finished. I mean, all the lyrics are done, the production's done, but it's kind of like, I guess I let him take an eraser to some of it, the parts yeah. he felt were necessary, if that makes sense. And kind of then we'll work on what could change about it and what should change about it. Um, usually it's production stuff. Is, is it scary about. when somebody takes an eraser to your work? No, because I can always just put it back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're, old, you're the one leading. You're yeah. in the driver's seat. Yeah, I mean, I never give something to someone and say, hey, what do you think about this? Like, maybe try new drums, and they do, and I hate them, and I'm like, well, these are the drums now. Like, if I don't <laughs> like it, I'll say, no, those aren't the right ones, or try something else, or this just isn't working. Maybe what we have is the best product we're going to have. But that with a lot. I mean, my song with Boom Boom, Boom with Zed, I actually took that to Max Martin and went over to his camp yeah. and we worked on it just that song for maybe like two weeks and nothing that we came up with was really sticking and um, then I ended up just going to Zed and we kind of had a vibe and we wow. reproduced it and it ended up great but yeah I do like to I do like to mix and mingle a little and see what's the best thing I can work out in the in the long run are you disappointed after two weeks that nothing with Max Martin worked out no, because I, lo- I mean, I love those guys. I yeah. write with them a lot, and just, that's just how it is sometimes. It's just not the right song. Sometimes you can m- play something and someone straight away has a melody or has an idea or knows what they want to do, and other times it's just not connecting with the group of people. So yeah, that's just part of songwriting. That song, Boom Boom, I don't even know if it had a name when I heard that record. I mean, I just call it Boom Boom because I can't think of a better name. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Is it on you to think of every title to every song? Oh, yeah. I would never let someone else name my songs. <laughs> no. They're your children. Yeah, that's weird. That's like letting someone else name your dog or something. You just, no, you just wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Not a thing. No. <laughs> what, kind, what kind of stories are you telling on this new album? Like, are you going to address all the things that are going on in your life and all the crap that people give you? Um, yeah, I mean, I have one or two songs where I kind of, whenever I do talk about that, one of them with YG called Elephant that I think kind of pretty much sums it up and says everything that I needed to say in the beginning when I started this recording process. I had a lot more songs about it. And then as I kind of went on, like, you know, while you're going through the recording process, you can end up having 40 or 50 songs. And it's like, you know what, do I need five songs on a 14 track album to talk about the same thing when Mm -hmm. I can say it really well in one or two I don't Um, so for me I think the choice was made that I would rather have more of a spectrum of topics to talk about instead of just let's talk about these people (laughs) well I do yes I do talk about it it's something that affected my life for some time and I do talk about it and YG kind of talks about on the song the things that affect him or that he wants to sort of get off his chest, his frustrations. And it's a really cool record. Um, but other than that, I guess it's kind of like there's a lot of being single or sometimes I talk about heartbreak and yeah. um, just a good old twerk song here and there. Never <laughs> kind of goes astray. Mm-hmm. But there's a real variety, right? So the songs yeah. that you played me, I, and I heard about four of them. Mm-hmm. Everything is different, but everything kind of feels iggy. But yeah, yeah, everything's different. Yeah, it's definitely not just like a bunch of songs that are just like talking trash. No. <laughs> yeah, they have 
they're they're about stuff. Some are just talking trash, uh, <laughs> and others are about things. <laughs> when you're talking trash in a record, right? There yeah, is, I mean, I have to come on. I'm a rapper, yeah. right? <laughs> are you are you still at this point looking for acceptance from the hip hop community? Or are you kind of just? No, I don't think I really don't feel like I ever was. It would be lovely to have any kind of acceptance from them. Is really great, but yeah. it's not that I'm not looking for it because I don't feel like they're important or, or influential. They're very influential in the things that I do. And growing up, you know, I, I'm a hip hop fan, mm-hmm. but for me, I just feel like I'm trying to do something else and I like to blend musical styles and I'm not really necessarily looking like to be that hip hop head or to make that traditional rap music so maybe if I was I would care a lot more about validation from that particular style but I'm not really looking for validation from any particular group of music whether it be pop or electronic music or rap music I don't I don't really care. I just want to make good music that people like to listen to. And um, I think that's the great thing about all the different platforms and ways that we listen to music now is that it's sort of less about what format things fit into. And I just, I love to mix my formats and things and whoever, whatever kid likes it, that's who likes it. As long as it's good, man. Exactly. That's it. Do you feel like the music industry obviously changing, but the consumption rate of music is higher than ever. It's very high. It's crazy. (laughs) It's hard to keep up with. As an artist, better or worse for your craft? Uh, I mean, I guess worse. (laughs) Yeah. If you had to pick a big worse. Yeah. yeah. Music loses its value if you could just consume real quick and then move right on to the next. Yeah. Oh, I mean, a great project takes a really long time. It's funny because I remember when I was younger consuming music, it would be very normal for somebody to take two years in between an album yeah. usually. And that was the kind of standard amount of time. And you and dealt with it. Now it's like, oh, my God, it's been two years. Is she dead? Yeah. <laughs> um, did you die? Uh Still here. Yeah, and it's like, no, I'm just trying to curate a project. It takes yeah. a while to make their body of work, which is always way, way more than what you actually need to take and mm-hmm. then to sort of decide what it is that you want to talk about and what you don't and fix those things. Sometimes you might pick 14 songs and you're like, okay, cool, well, six of these still need work on production or could have a better pre-chorus and then you start down that path that can take yeah. months. So, I, yeah, I think... Um, I don't know. It's a tough one. People kind of see like people on SoundCloud or YouTube, but it's very instantaneous and then feel like, well, everybody's projects can be that fast. And it's sort of like, uh, no, no, hmm. really great ones take a while. That's it. And now you have people who are like focusing on maybe one album, but then staggering the release four songs at a time. Yes, they do do that. I wouldn't mind doing that, actually. But I think, um, you know, other labels are, are a little bit more like up to speed than s- some in different styles of music and things like that. And I think people are starting to like catch on now, especially like label and the people that are more on the professional business side, I guess, of the mm-hmm. spectrum when it comes to artists. I think that they're starting to understand that it is about content or doing things in a more non-traditional way. But um I don't think it's like something where we're going to be left behind like we were with YouTube or Mm -hmm. the Spotify and streaming type things. But I think we'll be okay with the way that record labels are catching on. But it is taking a little bit, a little bit of time, but not a dangerous amount of time to adjust. Yeah. Do you need to keep business and art separate for you? Because you, 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 you're on both sides of it very heavily, more than a lot of other artists that we, we talk to. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm pretty heavy on both. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, obviously on the art side, but you're in the business side. You're in the yeah, thick of it. Do you need to have a mental divide? Um, I mean, I don't think I do have a mental divide. Sometimes I'll get emails and they're like, you can't write mean emails to people <laughs> because it ruins morale. And I'm like, but I also have to because <laughs> I uh, have to do my business. I can't just make the songs and... And then let them go. Let them go. Uh, I have to see it all the way through. Um, no, no, I don't think there's a separation. Sometimes I, I do make I do make decisions that have nothing to do with creativity. A lot of the times as a businesswoman. But, okay. But I think that's just me not being emotional about things and sometimes having to crunch numbers and say, all right, everything can't be a passion project. I would only make music that I loved. I would never create something for business. But sometimes, you know, the planning of how a song's rolled out or what you promote or what you don't can definitely have to do with business and not be so emotional. And I also think that there's an art to it, right? Getting oh, it right, it. doing it right. Oh, it's hard to do it right. Yeah. I try. <laughs> That was, was nice. It was like a, just a beautiful shot. Slow motion, like, you know, good. Real nice. When you're making decisions, whether it's like outfits, lyrics, videos, do you have like in the back of your mind, like people are going to hate on this because it's me and people love to hate on me? Or do you just not acknowledge that anymore? No, that's really not something I think about when I make. Mm, yeah, no, I don't think there's any. I'm just trying to. Uh, my only hesitation there was like, well, is there any part of it that I really think about that or consider? I don't think there is. A part of me that really considers that. I know that they will no matter what. Like, mm -hmm. if I breathed, then I would. <laughs> so I just kind of don't really consider that. Do you think there's, like, anything you can do that's, like, to get people to stop? Like, no. Why Why I you, though? I don't think there is. But, well, but, <laughs> like, why do you, but also, why, like, do you need, why do you need to please them? Well, you don't, but, like, they always focus, like, they always pick her apart and criticize her, and it's like, at what point are they just going to give up on it? I don't know. I don't think they... I've spent... A while, like it's, I've had that conversation a lot with people, where they'll be like, "Well, what could you do to like rectify the problem?" And I'm like, "I don't think there's anything I could do because I think the reason why you don't like me is probably because I rap, or maybe you don't like that I rap in an American accent, yeah. or maybe you don't like that I'm from another country, or you just." think my music's crap but you just don't like it period or you don't like the way I dress or you feel I'm too sexualized there could be a lot of reason with why somebody doesn't like me um but I can't really go out and like give the apology tour for it and then keep doing the same thing <laughs> it would be well, a bit pointless you, you're you? yeah you're, you can't apologize for being you yeah exactly <laughs> so it's sort of like oh well will they stop I don't know probably not because I'm not going to stop and I also can't really apologize for that yeah um because it just is me and I'm not going to stop doing that so therefore I couldn't be sorry about it we're talking about like hate on like the foundation of who she, who she is like what yeah you, exactly. what, you know what are you gonna do change yourself for everybody yeah exactly so there's gonna be a thousand so different I versions of you can't go out and be like sorry for rapping here's a rap song <laughs> 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 are we we good <laughs> like no now I also just saw somebody was tweeting to you about features and you responded I have to be asked to do one for that to happen <laughs> yeah. are like people not reaching out to you to work with you is that what you're trying to say yeah, I just think it's funny. A lot of times fans will tweet stuff like, well, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? You should be doing that. And it's like, well, maybe I'm not invited to do it. <laughs> like, why didn't you go to the party? I'm like, I don't even know that person. How would I be invited? Like, things like that. It would be funny. I kind of will get the blame for like, you didn't do this. And I'm like, well, I can't just like, what am I supposed to Show do? Up? Like, go up to the Def Jam building, 
and be like, whose album's coming out? I'm getting on it. Like, you know, so somebody has to think of you that they think that you're right for the song and they have to give you a call and they have to ask. And that's it. That's my control of how many features I do. That's the only way it happens. I can't just cold call people um, like I'm trying to get you to vote for governor and be like, hi, I'm Iggy Azalea. Um, do you have any songs with me? You know, I can't, I can't do that. Have you ever turned down a feature? Uh, yes, I've turned down features. Yeah, sometimes it's a great song. It's just not the right song. Or yeah. sometimes, like, you know, last year I want, really wanted to take a year off and I felt like I had heard my voice on the radio a lot for mm-hmm. a good year or two. And I think there was a lot of oversaturation and I kind of felt like I needed to take a step back and I needed to let people miss me a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't even want to do any features with anybody, and I was asked, but I just felt like it was better to not have my voice at all for a little bit while I decided what it was that I wanted to do and what I wanted my sound to be, because otherwise people attach what you do to that collaboration, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, well, then I'm going to have a persona that is really attached to other people's personas, and if I'm trying to do something new or evolve, that doesn't really help in that process. So for that reason, I didn't... For- for the last two years, besides with the exception of Demi only, yeah. because she's such a close friend, I was like, bah, how could I say no? Um, she'll heal me. <laughs> so, so I did do that. It was a great song, but that was it. that was it for me. And now I'm kind of just getting back out there. But yeah, no, no one yet. But I'm sure I'll get some calls. <laughs> this is maybe this will start it. I'm sure I will. I mean, yeah, this is like I've had more bounce, and now this, it's like kind of I'm sort of just. Warming myself up again. And that year of, like, silence, right, or Mm -hmm. that that break, you become one with yourself. And you were also going through a ton of shit, man. Yeah. Seriously. Like, you were just, like, swimming through it. I was in the thick of it. Like, (laughs) when 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 work doesn't matter for a year and you're able to just become one with yourself, what is the first thing that you do? Oh, I, well, I love to ride my horses. That's probably my yeah. number one hobby. I have three horses, and I like to do cross-country and show jumping and cool. eventing. So that's probably the main thing that I do when I'm not doing, like, anything music-related. And I also have a production company, and we have a deal with NBC Universal. So Sweet. I spend a lot of time in my year off developing scripted and non-scripted television shows that's that awesome. you're going to start to see come out probably in the next year or so because it just takes so long. The process is crazy. Um, it's a really, really long, drawn-out process. But, yeah, I got a couple of things going on with that that are, we're, you know, working on, developing. And um, so I think I focused a lot of time on that, reading a lot of books, buying the rights to a lot of books that I liked and turning them into scripted things. That's and awesome. I still was definitely doing creative things but not so much musical creative things because I just didn't feel like I was in that headspace to want to go and sit in a studio for a while. I kind of just wanted to get out and just change my focus to something else for a while so that I could kind of let some of my, I think, frustrations with things simmer down. And it was really hard to go in the studio and not talk about anything than the things that I was frustrated about because it was just sort of consuming my everyday and I just needed to mentally put my energy towards something else so that it could become something that didn't make me emotional or frustrated anymore and then get back to having a clear head and writing songs about things that I think people can relate to because I know that people want to hear what I have to say about some of the things I've gone through and I definitely do talk about in the album but also I kind of like live life under a microscope and I have a very strange life that maybe a lot of people can't identify with and I still wanted to make sure that I could talk about other subjects that that are relatable (laughs) 
available to to everybody, no matter what you do, not just, you know, I get chased by the paparazzi and it's so weird you were talking about me all the time. Like, you know, everybody can't. I identify with that but you did right like you you made it you made songs that were relatable and there's a song that I don't know if you know your friend is still going to feature on it or not we shall see we shall see let's see I won't won't say who it is I don't want to jinx it it's yeah it's out there knocking on the wood Um, but but there's a record out that that is about your breakup and it's about everything that happened and you I mean at the core of it right you're going through something that everybody else has gone through exactly you know there's paparazzi and it's all under a microscope but you know all that away like the brass tacks like at the bottom of it all it's exactly what millions and millions yes it's the same thing yeah same same how how are you doing now with it with my breakup Breakup? oh I'm so good it's crazy you know I moved house in July and we're coming up to June now because it's about to be my birthday. I'm like, wow, that was almost a year ago. Time really flies. But I've been having a good old time. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really think about it much. Should I be thinking about it? No. I feel like you shouldn't no. think about that no. like a year later because I don't ever. No, you, um, have like you at all. Have you ever talked? Like, have you talked since you moved no, out? No, no, no. That's good. No communication on that one. Wow. I mean, there was nothing else to, to say. What do you say? Yeah, it's over. That. It's, it's action. No <laughs> you more kind words. of can't like really take that back. So there wasn't much to say. No. Wow. And moving out, you, you, are you living alone? Do you have yeah, dogs? Yeah, I've been living alone. I moved. I moved last August into my new house. So I've been in my new house for a while now with my two dogs that I live cool. with out in Calabasas, and I love it. It's really just. My favorite. I love it. It's the best. And do you have horses on your property in Calabasas? No, they live uh-huh. in a stable that's only like 10 minutes away. So okay, cool. Super, super close. But um, I just think it's nicer for them to be with other horses and be able to have their little horse so- socialization. Um, <laughs> they run the horse group. They're yeah, they have a horse squad. And <laughs> they're, yeah, they're doing their thing. They do. So. They're good. Yeah. Switch is the current single out right now. It's featuring Anita. Uh, it is. The hook is great. Red Thank light. Thank you. Yellow light, green, green light, light, switch. Yep. <laughs> Feels good, man. What motivates you to keep going? Uh, I guess I just love it. I just, I don't know. I feel like I've been doing this since I was a kid. Like, I just love making things and making crazy videos and dressing up and just having fun. And I think being from a really small town for me, I would get very sucked into music videos or movies and things like that because there wasn't much going on where I lived. Yeah. And so kind of my esca- escapism and imagination was always sparked by those things. And I guess it kind of still is now, or maybe it's a little bit full circle where I like to, I definitely take pleasure doing those things, but I also like to do them and think about other kids or I'll love when people or teenagers will come up to me and be like, wow, what was that real? How did you make that happen? And I used to have the same questions that I I would have loved if I could meet any of the artists whose videos I watched or whose songs I'd listened to or fantasizing about what their life must be like (laughs) and how fabulous and amazing it was. And I just spent a lot of time daydreaming about those kinds of things. So I just kind of get a kick out of being able to do that for other people now as my job is kind of the coolest job you could have, I think. Full circle. Exactly. Definitely. With all this going on, do you ever see yourself giving this up fully? Well, one day I will. <laughs> not, not. Uh, I will give up music eventually, of course. Yes, I'll stop. But I think I'll probably transition more into making my, you know, the film and television things yeah. that I do. And for me, starting that company um, was more about like really establishing something that I know is going to take many years to 
be respected and I hope, you know, I plan to be here for at least like another five or six years making music, but I like to multitask a lot and I um, I hope by the time that I'm done with that, I already have something very established in that other arena because I don't really see myself as being the kind of like woman that is like has a clothing line or is doing that kind of thing yeah. like I think that's great for people that are into it but I really am more interested in telling stories and awesome. telling stories visually and I like to do all the pre-production and I'm interested in sitting in an editing suite and going over the color correction like I like to do those things more than I'm interested in fashion things or lending my name to that kind of thing for me isn't really in the creative spectrum of things that I'm interested in so I would love to end up doing something like that well it's cool when you're able to like create and give ideas to something to a project that isn't you like physically exactly. and mentally well, you do so much and I all mean, you yeah some of the projects I, I they're just like so far <laughs> from anything to do with me but that's great and i love that yeah, right. it's awesome <laughs> and it's great i mean i have a phone call every monday i get on a call and we'll talk about like where we're at with this where we're at with this and this and this and i mean the spectrum is crazy like we have like an animated movie we're doing that is geared towards kids that's i have awesome. a hilarious show with Kevin Hart that we created together that's kind of like a game showy oh, type cool. thing. Yeah. I have scripted shows. One we're trying to do um, called Girl Plans. It's like about a young girl that's like aspiring to be a woman president. She <laughs> interns for um, a really right-wing Republican thing, but she's kind of a little too liberal for it, and it's just really hilarious, <sighs> like satire, um... And kind of like a younger Veep, I guess. Yeah, I'd describe okay. it okay. in that it's funny and political, but it's you know it's not I like see highbrow. These, I see the show. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like oh, there's so many different things that I do in that arena, and it's just really fun getting to like with my music. I'm me. I do Iggy Azalea every day um so it's cool getting to do all of the other stuff and talk about things that are just completely unrelated to you but also really awesome and interesting and feels yeah. good it's good it's fun last question i was yes. watching like the behind the scenes of your music video for switch yes how much butt prep like how long <laughs> how long does it take to prep the butt i mean it's gorgeous oh like God, it's so long. I, I, right <laughs> so long she says <laughs> i mean there's layers of just i feel like a lot like it like i'm not saying like you don't have how a do you get naturally your butt that smooth yeah oh, it's yeah. so smooth it's so tan do it's, you girls really want to know i <laughs> yeah it's yes, a Hollywood secret. Yeah. share the product with me all right i'll share it with you <laughs> but once i tell you you're all gonna know <laughs> what all the girls are doing <laughs> in Hollywood what you do is <laughs> is it car wax it's not it's actually you <laughs> should, I, should I tell them Mickey? should I tell them what you have to do if you want the perfect butt on stage and everywhere else which is probably why you see us girls on stage and everyone's butt looks perfect and then you go to the beach and you're like, wait, you're a human. Yeah, right. What happened? <laughs> well, you're a superhero. <laughs> How you get a superhero butt is, firstly, you put all your you put all your body makeup on. You know, you put your Sally Hansen leg spray or whatever it is. <laughs> all day. girls Every know day. that you 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 put your spray on a uh, pantyhose. Okay. Shimmer. You do your layer of that, and then you have to get 
you know how um like in beauty pageants or muscle woman pageants they have like a special glue that is used to stick on your swimsuits and stuff like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no but now i know well, they do <laughs> you put it all over your legs and your butt your entire you're all glued it's it's like a very tacky i guess i'll describe it as like a have you ever done a craft project? Yes. Well, my butt is a craft project. <laughs> um, like where you spray glue and it gets tacky. It's a glue that's kind of like that. You spray it and then you put on a pair of like extremely, extremely, almost non-existent sheer tights. And it creates this like, you know, when you put on a pair of like pantyhose and you're like, oh, my God, all of a sudden my legs look so skinny. They look so great, but they're shiny. Yeah. 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 Well, if you use it like the it stays muscle woman glue, then it takes the shine off. You're not shiny anymore. Uh, it it looks, looks like skin. Oh, wow. And that's all smooth. That's how you get the perfect legs. Wow. <laughs> But it doesn't work. It doesn't really work in real life. Like, I don't, girls, I don't think you could go, you can't go to the club like that. <laughs> it only works, like, on stage, on a stage environment or, or in a music video, yeah. you know, where you are being Where there's filmed. a lot of distance between you and everybody else because around it is, you. it's very sticky. <laughs> but luckily it's water-soluble, so it's not like you're peeling your tights off. Like, literally, you'll have a, you have a spray bottle, you go, it, it just, it comes straight off. Imagine this no is the more. thing. It's no more. That's the, it's a secret of Hollywood I just gave away. Wow. This weekend, all of the ladies are going to be, you know. going to be out. Like, where is that glue that where they use to stick on their costume? All the CVSs across the country all sold it's out of Muscle Woman glue. <laughs> <laughs> it works, though. No, it really works wonders, I, I will say. So for my next music video, I got it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So next time you want to shoot a video, yeah, you got a photo shoot. That's, that's, what, that's the secret. Do we have a date for the album set? Uh, I, I think it's supposed to be your June 30th, 31-ish. Uh, 30 days of September, April, June. Like June, June 31st, yeah. is that correct? June 30th. June 30th. June 30th. I don't think there's a 31st in June. Uh, I don't know. I think it only goes 30, 30. 29, 30, June 30. Uh, June, yes. June 30th, the album drops. June 30th. Do you have a name? Yes, it's called Digital Distortion. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Digital Distortion drops June 30th, switches the single featuring Anita. We we wore tons of muscle (laughs) girl glue in the video. It was very sticky. Does it it bother you when paparazzi take pictures of you at the beach? Yes, I hate it. It's the worst. She's not wearing her muscle glue. Obviously, I don't put glue on my legs. (laughs) Oh my God, imagine all the sand. Oh, it's my worst nightmare. Can you imagine my legs would just be white with sand? And be like, what is going on with her? Why is it sticking to her so much? Um, (laughs) Yeah, I hate it. I absolutely do hate it. I do hate it. Just because, like... If you're at the beach and you're running around doing a million things and playing water sports and stuff, like, obviously, maybe out of 100 pictures, and it's the same way in a photo shoot. Like, we take hundreds of pictures in a photo shoot. You guys see, like, three of them, the three that, like, you weren't going, like, (laughs) in, you know? And so when you're, like, swimming, trying to, like, balance on a surfboard. You never look good. You're jumping off a boat. You don't look good. (laughs) It's just all awkward angles, all weird. It's in the... 
12 o'clock at day, the sun's beating down on you. Like, there's just no love. Right? <laughs> there's just no love in that. There is no joy. But I got to give you credit for going back to the beach afterwards because after that happened to me once, for, I don't go to the beach now because I'm, I, I'm oh, afraid of myself. I'm afraid of myself, too. <laughs> Trust me, I'm like, I, I mean, after there's people with cameras, I, I, would, I you got oh, credit, it's dude. it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's rough. At the, it's rough at the beach. <laughs> It is. It is. Iggy Azalea, a lot of love for you. Thank you. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. It means a lot. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.